So before I offer some suggestions uh, for the practice for today, I just want to say um, that the, the kind of most important thing with a practice is that you do a practice that's appropriate for you. Yeah. That's the most important thing uh, to remember. Yeah. So it might be that you choose to devote um, today to um, any of the practices that we've already explored. Yeah, the spaciousness, the grounding, the kind of softening and meeting, the discomfort, uh, well, the metta, the compassion. Yeah, any of these can be your primary practice. Yeah. And of course, you can also uh, do different practices at different uh, sessions. Yeah, that's also possible. But just to really emphasize the appropriateness and the listening to yourself. What's appropriate? what's needed, what's helpful right now. And I want to begin today with just um, pointing something out that we've been been saying in different ways uh, over the days. And, And that's kind of the noticing, the opening to the fact that our experience changes. Our experience changes. And we can even say um, that everything that arises also changes to some degree, in some way, (laughs) over time. Everything that arises from the fact that it arises, we can also see that it changes, different time frames, different degrees. This is um, interesting to see how that meets us. Sometimes we hear that and there's a sense of a kind of a resistance to that. Or there's a yes, yeah, yeah, I know that, okay. (laughs) What next? Or there's a sense of like, ah, yeah. What would it mean to um, look in this way, yeah. to look intentionally in, that way, in this way. Yeah. And when we look in this way, we might see that we, we have a tendency, yeah, a bit habitual tendency or tendencies when we meet our experience, um, and particularly around uh, pain, difficulty, challenge, um, to actually believe that it's here to stay. And even sometimes we might notice um, that there's a sense of it, it not only is it going to stay, it's also going to get worse. Yeah. There's a kind of underlying tendency of the mind yeah. to have that. And someone was just um, telling me today, you know, of like practicing and um, noticing a, a slight kind of uh, a teariness in the eye, you know, when the <laughs> eyes are just wet and there's that sense of wetness and it's uncomfortable and we want to wipe it off yeah just noticing that and then staying with a with that experience we call it the don't scratch the itch meditation <laughs> of just having that commitment of just not following that impulse yeah just staying with it and then noticing ah actually i want to wipe it away because there's this sense you know and this is with something really small that if i don't react yeah it will get worse yeah, or it will stay. Yeah. But actually then staying, and this is a very yeah, small example, a very mild example, s- 
staying with it, yeah, practicing the don't scratch the itch. Yeah. Noticing that then of itself, yeah, that little bit of that itch, that tickle, that little bit of wetness, it, it changes. Yeah. It changes. So it can be interesting to see, yeah, we have this habit of mind. Yeah, to think, oh, this is going to stay. Yeah. Or even this is going to get worse. Yeah. And what, can, what happens when we remind ourselves with a lot of gentleness, with a lot of metta, yeah, a lot of compassion there, just remind ourselves, yeah, this is also changing. Yeah. Maybe beyond my perception. Yeah so subtly, so delicately that I can't perceive it. Yeah? But it's changing even within itself. Yeah? Might be you know, still within the realm of pain or discomfort, but it's actually got change within it. It's not constant. Yeah? It's not the same all the time. And that's something that can be uh, powerful to see. And so we can use this to work yeah, with the painful, but we can also use this to open, yeah, as I was touching on last night, to also open to other aspects of our experience that are equally present, yeah, are equally here. Yeah? And to see that um, you know, there may be something that feels you know, just feels okay right now, or something that I'm grateful for, or something that I appreciate, something that's, you know, beautiful, like, you know, the, the sunlight out there, and the wind in the trees. Mm -hmm. It might just be something like that also. So when we remember, you know, change is happening, and constancy is unfolding, and change does not just go in one direction also. Yeah. Remember this, um, possibilities of response open up for us. Yeah. Possibilities of response open up. So, yeah, flowing on from the talk yesterday, well, there's ways we have avenues of attending to our experience. Yeah. Avenues, choices, ways trajectories to attend to experience. Yeah. It's important, it's helpful to meet the painful. Yeah. In ways that kind of soften reactivity, yeah. compassion, metta, yeah. spaciousness, groundedness, all these ways that we've been exploring. But we also uh, want to cultivate the capacity and the skill to open to uh, well-being. Yeah. Uh, I love that word, well-being. <laughs> yeah. I hope that we get the, the sense of, you know, maybe I'll, I'll pause with it a little bit to say <laughs> why I love it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like well-being, you know, sometimes say like happiness or joy, and that feels like, whoa, you know, I can't even, you know, right now things are really heavy, it's really difficult to connect to that, but just a sense of well-being, you know, a little bit of ease, yeah, a little bit of beauty, a little bit of soothing, you know, it's just a sense of that, yeah, that well-being that is maybe more accessible than we might imagine or think. 
So opening to well-being, opening to what is okay. Through these qualities that I've spoken of, gratitude, appreciation, joy. So the skill we're developing here is um, of appropriateness. I said that right at the beginning. Having Having discernment. What's possible? What's appropriate? What's that... You know, what's the edge that's a healthy stretch yeah, for me? It's also a skill of developing sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Developing sensitivity to notice, yeah. Yeah, to kind of remember, ah, there might be something that is okay here. And to then develop the sensitivity to notice it and to bring the attention to it. And we'll be exploring this more through the day. And just to say, it's not our, um, for most of us, it's not a strong conditioning to notice that. To remember that or to notice that. So we need to train. We need to train the mind and heart. To remember that there's this possibility and then to notice uh, what's okay. Or what kind of what well-being is available to us. And so this morning I'm going to offer some suggestions on how to kind of train in this way, we can say. Yeah. And um, one way is to do it using the breath and the body. Another way is to do it using sound. And I'm going to uh, make some suggestions with each of those. And then you can choose which one you'd like to, to, to use and work with. So with a breath. Yeah. The actual flow of the in and out breath in itself, you know, so often we, we think of the breath and either we work with the breath um, in a very particular location, yeah, the nostrils, the belly, you know. Um, or we tend to really kind of uh, in-breath, out-breath, yeah, sometimes, yeah, we separate the two. And that can be useful, and I'll offer some ways of working with that as well. But I wanted to say the flow, yeah, of the in and out-breath in itself, yeah, can be soothing, yeah, is one thing, can be kind of relaxing, yeah, and can be kind of calming us into well-being. And, um, I'll, I'll use an image to explain what I mean. I sometimes have uh, an image of uh, the breath like waves on, on a beach. Yeah? Waves coming up and then receding back again. And the breath does the same. Yeah? Fills up the body and then flows out again. And just that rhythm. Yeah? And if you, like, if you like the sea, then that image of the waves yeah, can just in itself uh, have a sense of some nourishment uh, and some well-being yeah, that we can attune to. I see some of you smiling. At least a couple of people are into waves. Yeah? And so that can be just uh, yeah, something we can just feel. That just resting into that movement. Yeah? Into that in and out. Yeah? Can have a sense of nourishment and then we attune to the nourishment in that. Yeah? Tune to the nourishment in that. We can also utilize particular aspects of the in-breath or the out-breath. 
Now, so on the out-breath, and we were using this yesterday, you know there's a, a, a relaxing and a letting go naturally. As we breathe out, the body relaxes and lets go. So we can tune in to the nourishment of that ease. It'll be kind of one um, thing that we do. With the in-breath, uh, the in-breath energizes. Yeah. And so we can also tune in to the, that quality. Yeah, feeling as we breathe in, we feel the nourishment. Yeah. We feel the aliveness yeah, coming into the body. Yeah. So it's all, you know, might be quite personal which one of these kind of touches you. Yeah. Just the rhythm of the waves, of the in and out, yeah, of the flow of the breathing. You might see this is quite spacious. Yeah. The ease, the relaxation in the out-breath, that can feel good, that can feel um, wholesome, nourishing. The en- an energizing, enlivening aspect of the, of the in-breath. Yeah. And of course, you know, if in-out <laughs> feels like too much detail, you can just breathe and feel energized. doesn't matter if it's the in or the out. Yeah. Breathe and feel calmed and soothed. So we can use uh, the breath in this way. We can also, um, and and all of these are ways of doing this, but we can also tune in to a particular aspect of the breathing that feels pleasant, or feels nourishing, or feels uh, soothing, that brings a degree of well-being. It might be like the softness of the breath, or like I said, the rhythm of the breath. So we have possibilities and the playfulness, the exploration that we've been talking about uh, can be helpful here. If um, the breath isn't (laughs) a comfortable place for you, which is true for many people for various reasons, um, we can use sound in a similar way. So when we use sound as an object of meditation, um, we do the same things that we've been doing here. We ground, we open the awareness, but then we open the awareness to the realm of sounds. We receive the sounds as they appear. And we know them. They appear, they move through awareness, and they pass away. And so usually when we hear, we kind of identify, oh, it's a bird. Oh, it's... um, someone shuffling. <laughs> oh, it's one of those squeaky chairs that Guy House specializes in. <laughs> they always make me laugh. They're really funny squeaky chairs. Um, you know, oh, it's, you know, the rain uh, dripping. You know, whatever it is, we, we identify. Yeah? We get into a story of what that is. Yeah? And we do it very immediately. But when we're practicing with sound as an object, we're actually resting into the hearing. Yeah? We're receiving the sound we're staying much more wide at that ah, hearing. Yeah? Sound arising, and sound has a movement to it. Yeah? It appears, it moves, it changes, and it passes away. So we can see that in constancy and change very clearly with sound. Yeah? And again, that movement in itself, yeah, just feeling the movement of sound, can be yeah, soothing, enjoyable, relaxing, can bring well-being in itself, just in, the, just in the listening, just in the hearing. Does that make sense? 
appearing, moving through, disappearing. Be a, a sense of that, like just like the waves of the breath, there's the waves of sound yeah, that, that flow through. We can also, if we want to kind of be more specific, because for some of us it's, it's beneficial to have a wider kind of perspective, like with the waves of the breath or the waves of sound, sometimes we want to be more particular. And so we might attune to the kind of a sense of interest and aliveness as sound appears and is known. Yeah, there's that, ah, bird, did you hear it? <laughs> ah, sound. And there's like, ah, aliveness in that. And there's a sense of well-being in that. And then the sound recedes, it disappears, and as it kind of fades away, there can be a relaxing yeah, with that. So that may be, for some, of, for some of us, that may feel too detailed, too subtle, don't worry about it. I'm just giving different options. <laughs> yeah. And it might be that enlivening with the sound appearing. Ah, that's what I'm more attuning to. to. It might be the kind of, ah, noticing the sounds more as they disappear. Yeah. And that kind of ease that comes with that letting go. Yeah. And it might be the, just the flow um, of sounds in general. And just like we could tune in to a particular pleasant aspect of the breathing, we might also choose, if we want to tune in more to well-being, to tune in, to pick out of the soundscape, if you like, in a very open way, the pleasantness. Either pleasant sounds or the pleasantness in the paying of attention. Pleasantness in the hearing itself. Pleasantness in the hearing itself, in the receiving um, of sound. I was trying to keep it simple today. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the, the kind of the two things we'll remember is appropriateness and that you only need to choose one thing. Yeah. I'm offering quite a lot of possibilities so that each of you, each of us can kind of find something that is relatively easeful as an access point to the practice. And so generally with the practice today, our suggestion would be, if it's possible, then attuning to what brings well-being. Yeah. Might be you know, something that's nourishing, that's pleasant, that's calming, <coughs> or that's enlivening, yeah, according to what we need. And that might change yeah, over, over the day and over time. But if possible, we're attuning to that. Might also, um, yeah, be helpful to work with appreciation and gratitude, but we'll be exploring that a little bit later. But you can bring that in already. Yeah. And we can do that in any way of the ways I mentioned. We can tune into the more soothing aspects of our experience, yeah. like the outbreath or the kind of letting go of sound as it disappears. Yeah. We can tune in to the rhythm, the flow of the breath or of sound, yeah, the movement of it, yeah, just the movement of it, the waves. Um, we can tune into more enlivening aspects. Yeah, the in-breath, the knowing of sound when it appears. Yeah, we can kind of tune into any of these. Um, or we can choose to tune into the pleasant frequency of experience, yeah, pleasant sounds or the pleasantness in hearing pleasant aspects of the breathing or of the bodily life. Yeah. And feel free to work with the body. Yeah, I haven't gone into detail with it because that, yeah, 
would not have been simple and I wouldn't have, yeah, I'm still overrunning, but I would have overrun even more if we tried to do that as well. So that's the kind of, if possible, we tune in more to that, but of course the appropriateness comes in and says, no, if there's a block, if there's pain, if there's distress, if there's overwhelm, we attend to that. Yeah? So just having um, appropriateness yeah, with that. When possible, tuning in to, to well-being. Um, and if we need to bring uh, compassion, soothing to pain, we notice that in that too there is well-being. Yeah? In attending to our experience appropriately. There's also well-being that's available to us. So let's do the practice together and then we'll have time for questions afterwards. Um, so if you need to, to stretch uh, the body or any part of the body or to change your, po your position, your posture, then please do. And when you're ready, settling into an appropriate posture for you for this time. Making any adjustments that are needed so that the body is stable, steady and grounded as possible. Inviting the attention more fully and deeply into the body. Perhaps using the sensations of contact between body and ground, body and seat. body in itself to gather and collect the awareness in the body grounded in the body 
And then from that groundedness, of the contact sensations, opening the awareness through the body, Just letting awareness spread open, fill the space of the body, soften, the space of the body, having a sense of the whole body here. Keeping the awareness soft and wide, expansive through the whole body. And opening to feel what would be a useful object for your attention for this practice time. It could be sound, could be the breath, could be the sensations of contact, all of these are possibilities. Could be of course metta or compassion. opening to feel what would be an appropriate object and then bringing that opening to that in awareness through awareness receiving the sound or breath sensations or the intention of metta, compassion, in awareness. Let's establish the practice for a little while.
So gently keeping the awareness wide and opening again and again to the flow of sound or of breath or of any other object that you're using through awareness, receiving it in awareness. With the intention, if possible, to attune to well-being in the practice. We're doing that through noticing, attuning to any nourishment or ease or pleasantness that arises as we practice or that's present in the object that we're paying attention to. So this might be the waves of sound or the waves of breath appearing and disappearing, flowing in and out. And just that rhythmic movement, that rhythmic flow, like waves on a beach. It might be a particular quality, enlivening of the in-breath or the receiving initial recognition of sound, or the soothing, relaxing expansion of the out-breath. Of the letting go of sound as it fades away. We may choose to tune in in particular to pleasant sounds. Or to the beauty of the silence around and between sounds. Or we might tune in to a pleasantness, a well-being in the breathing. Or a pleasantness in the sensations of the body. That's our practice, not putting too much pressure on experience to be a certain way, more opening with curiosity, tuning in to this frequency of well-being in immediate experience. And remembering that if at any point what we meet is contraction, 
sense of block. And attend to that with compassion, with wisdom, with care and tenderness.
gently opening to notice what's unfolding in experience in this moment without judging noticing and seeing if it's possible right here to some degree to attune to well-being to nourishment to bring our attention to what is nourishing, soothing, enlivening or pleasant. In the waves of breath or sound in the pleasantness of breath or sound. In the soothing or the enlivening or in anything else. Tuning to well-being and Exploring how to keep opening to it without pressure, the gentle curiosity and playfulness.
for the last minute or so of the practice, opening again to any well-being, even if it's just a hint of okayness, of good enough, opening to it and letting it in. Letting it touch you, nourish you, support you. Over and over again. So we can continue with this and take this also into uh, the walking or movement practice. Um, and one way of doing that is just taking in uh, the beautiful. Yeah. Just taking in the beautiful, you know, the, the movement of the air, the touch of the air on the skin as the body moves. Or the um, kind of softness, if you're walking, the softness of the steps yeah. on the ground or on the grass. Yeah. I have this game that I play when I'm doing walking meditation on the grounds here of just kind of seeing if I can step really lightly. Yeah? And sometimes I, I kind of do it and I imagine like a bouncing. <laughs> Stepping so lightly, like moonwalking, yeah. like playing with a sense of gravity. Yeah. And so just kind of bringing that sense to the movement um, or to the sense of contact, um, also to the beauty of um, you know, the sounds or the visual yeah, through the senses. Yeah. Sometimes just, a, uh, just seeing a movement you know, of, like a, of shade or or um, a movement of a branch or of leaves. 
sometimes, you know, this kind of honing in on a particular uh, beauty, particular bird song, particular rustling of leaves, a particular, um, you know, tree or piece of earth or sky that kind of moves us or um, touches us. So we can really include that um, in, in the walking movement practice uh, and also in the in-betweens, <laughs> you know, the continuity of practice, just having a sense of, ah, can I keep this thread going? Yeah. Making a cup of tea and kind of yeah, feeling the warmth yeah, of the cup, the sound of the water trickling in, yeah, filling in the cup, the smell, yeah, the taste, just taking time to savor, yeah, to appreciate, to enjoy these little things. One of my favorites, washing my hands. <laughs> we do it so many times a day, and it kind of is like a functional movement, but it's actually really fun. Yeah. In a water, uh, in contact with the skin, sense of care for ourselves, for others. Yeah. Same with meal times. Yes, we can bring that sense yeah, of um, opening to that. Uh, yeah, to little things that bring a sense of nourishment, of well-being uh, to us through the day. <laughs>